In today's episode, we are going to be talking to those going through infertility and just sort of talking through what it feels like when someone close to you shares that they're pregnant. Um, Just kind of validating those emotions and sharing some some stories about how it made us feel um, and just kind of acknowledging that there are going to be conflicting feelings of excitement and sadness and madness and guilt. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of walk through what that's like. Yeah, and I would say being a little bit further into our journey, I'm looking back and realizing how I felt Mm -hmm. when somebody would tell me. Mm -hmm. And I think at the time, you you don't know what's happening. Yeah. You're kind of just like, I'm feeling all these emotions. Should I be feeling these emotions? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it just, it doesn't really feel normal to feel some of the emotions yes. because normally when somebody announces that they're pregnant, mm-hmm. it's all joy. Yes. Like normally in our world today, it's all joy and it is joyful. Yeah. But when you're going through infertility, it is really conflicting emotions. So like looking back, I Mm -hmm. realize that now, Mm -hmm. but at the time I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah. No, I think you just summed it up perfectly because I remember talking to Griffin um, and being like, I'm the worst person ever. Like this isn't normal. This isn't, this is like, I'm so messed up. So I think we're just here to say you're not. (laughs) And yeah, just that you're not alone in these complicated, conflicting feelings that aren't like the societal norm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly right. And honestly, I remember vividly every single time somebody told me that they were pregnant Mm -hmm. when I was going through treatments. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that is, but... I can remember where we were standing, Mm -hmm. what setting we were in, who the person was, and how they told me. And it probably was because I was in the thick of treatments, but like I still remember every single time. I think I do too. I I really do. And it seems like the masses of announcements align with treatment. Everyone. Yeah, it just feels Yeah, it just feels heightened. You know, like when you say you're in your two-week, you know, egg retrieval or your two-week waiting period or just like the big um, moments in your fertility journey, Mm -hmm. those are the weeks that you feel like everybody's telling you. Yes. Which makes it 10 times harder. Yes. I I mean, we talk about in like the other, our other episode around like everyone being pregnant but you, Mm -hmm. where it feels heightened and like just the world seems pregnant. But today we're we're more so going to talk about like a close friend sharing yeah. um, because I think that's where a lot of the conflicting feelings come up. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you're going through treatments and everyone's pregnant or it seems that way, you're kind of more just like mad and jealous. Mm-hmm. But this is so much harder because yeah. it's the feelings of, of joy, like joy for them. And sadness for you. Yes. I think that's a perfect way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's joy for them and sadness for you. I love that. Yeah. And so, you know, I think one of the things that we've 
said is that like it really can make you like physically ill. Mm-hmm. Like it it can make you feel sick to your stomach. Both there's a few different reasons why I think. One, it's like you're like, oh my gosh, like this person. I think it feels like you're being left in the dust mm-hmm. a little bit, or I felt that way in the beginning. Um, like, okay, just one more person in my circle that is going to be moving into this new chapter while I'm still stuck in this place that I don't want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's also hard when they're sharing for the second time yes. or the third time. Yeah. And so I remember that in the beginning of our journey too. It's like, Oh, they're not just sharing a first pregnancy announcement. This close friend is sharing their second baby or their third baby, and we have yet to share one announcement. That's so true. And yeah, it feels like they're lapping you. Yes, which they are. (laughs) Yeah, they literally are. And I mean, I think we both agree that like the timing of everything works out the way it's supposed to, but it's so hard in that moment when that's all you want. Um, Yeah. So I would say personally, some of the feelings that I felt when somebody would tell me that they are pregnant, the first feeling that I would always feel, and the only way I can describe it is just like a drop in my stomach. Mm -hmm. Like my stomach would just drop yeah, and it would just be a pit. And I kind of just wanted to escape the situation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I did. Mm -hmm. I remember sometimes, you know, they would tell me and I would put a smile on my face and say, I'm so excited. And then the next second that I could like leave to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. or just remove myself from the situation, Mm -hmm. I would do it. And then I would just be, you know, alone saying, I can't cry. I can't cry. I need to go back out there and keep Mm -hmm. faking it Mm -hmm. because it is these two conflicting emotions of like, I am so happy for you, but I am so broken Mm -hmm. and so hurt Mm -hmm. by our journey and our story. Mm -hmm. And like, I want it so bad that I just want to break down and lose it and cry and just, I can't do this moment right now is kind of how I felt. I definitely felt similar. And did you ever have to explain like to your husband or, you know, like, did he feel the same way? No. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had to explain to him because he never understood that. He was like, I'm just so confused. Like, Mm -hmm. this is one of your best friends. Mm -hmm. Like, are you not happy for Mm -hmm. her? And I would say, of course I am happy for her. I could not be more happy for her. It's just, I'm really devastated and I'm heartbroken for our story. Yeah. You know, it's just, this is such a hard journey that Mm -hmm. it can be both emotions. Yeah. And I've had to do the same. And I I think something that's worth noting is both Madison and I have been pregnant and have living children and it's still hard for us. Mm -hmm. And so even recently, like one of the announcements that we got, it just like took me by surprise. I think it was the fifth fifth or sixth maybe one. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And my husband was just, yeah, he was just like purely happy. And it was, it's still complicated for me, especially like going through treatments right now. Um, and even though we've had that conversation before, like I had to remind him. Yeah. Especially because I think your spouse being on the same page as you, like it makes you feel worse. 
Yeah. When when they're happy and they're like, wait, like, well, what, like, why aren't you happy? Right. You feel like you're doing something wrong. Right. And, and you feel like you're being a bad friend mm-hmm, or a bad person mm-hmm. for having those feelings. And I already felt that way my on my own. Yes. So it was like, I already feel bad. And then now that you're, you're like just totally joyful. Yeah. And I think we've, we've definitely touched on this before, but, but women and pregnancy is mm-hmm. just, for some reason, it's so much harder um, when you're going through infertility, like to see someone pregnant or learn of someone being pregnant yeah. than like a child. Like pregnancy just isn't as big of a deal to them. Correct. Yeah. So there's a lot of education for like your spouse of yes. why you're feeling this way. Yeah. And I think you said that so beautifully about um, now that you have a living child, mm-hmm. it, it makes your husband be even more confused mm-hmm. of like, wait, I'm so confused. Like we yeah. have a living child. Right. Why is this still heartbreaking to mm-hmm. you? And, you know, it might not be as heartbreaking, yeah, but it is still hard sometimes. Yeah. It even really is. seeing like pregnant people, um, I mean, like even friends, especially friends, mm-hmm. like, just like once they're starting to show and like that whole thing. I mean, it's not just the announcement that's hard. I think right. that's the hardest part. Yeah. But there's other aspects of friends' pregnancy journeys um, when you're going through infertility or when you've been through infertility that are still hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to bring it back to it kind of aligns with treatments. Yes. Um you know, when you're, when one of your friends is starting to show and, you know, that's Mm -hmm. kind of all that's, all that they're talking about, Mm -hmm. which rightly so, it's top of mind. It's what they're experiencing in the current Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. But if you are currently going through fertility treatments, it's really hard to ask those questions that you would probably normally ask about their pregnancy, you know? No, I agree. And I think it's like, oh, you have an appointment and I have an appointment mm-hmm. and we're both going to get ultrasounds this yep. week and mine is to see how many eggs are growing and mm-hmm. like yours is to check on your baby. Yeah. And that's really hard. <laughs> really hard. Yeah. I know we keep saying hard, but it just – it is yeah. because it's like of course you want everything to go well um, and you want to ask about their appointment, mm-hmm. but you're also just like – I mean, I can't think of another word aside from like a little bit bitter. Yeah. I think, yeah, a little bit bitter. Yeah. Or just like, it's okay if you don't want to go there. Like, you know, and I think there'll be times that you are fine talking about it and times that you're not. Mm -hmm. Like just thinking about myself and just giving yourself grace. Like if you're not feeling up to asking those questions. Yeah. So yeah, give yourself grace if you aren't feeling up to, you know, just asking about specifics around their appointments. Yeah. Um, I think that's okay. And, you know, from my memories, every time when I was describing the feeling of like a pit in your stomach and you just want to like escape the situation – those all happened in public settings. Yes. And we do talk about this in another episode of, you know, how to share with somebody you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really hard in a public setting. You feel like you're having to fake it. Yep. And a lot of the infertility journey, you feel like you have to fake a mm-hmm. lot of things. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree with that? Definitely. I was thinking that when you were talking, like 
there's just so many aspects of being like, even when somebody just asks how you're doing, like you can't really be like, well, actually, you know, I just gave blood for the 12th time this morning. Um, So yeah, I think there is a lot of faking it. And so Mm -hmm. when it's around such a big announcement, such like a I mean, huge life change that you just want to feel happy for your friend and you feel like you have to fake it, then it just like those conflicting feelings yes. is what's so hard. And then like you said, when you're in public, I think so much of it has to do with how it's shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's really tough because there's so many like in us talking about it, so many like rules that we've made up around like, you know don't wait to tell don't don't tell us too soon um don't tell us in public like all these things that as a friend listening i think would be really tough but i think like if you're going through it people would probably agree yeah yeah we're at, we know we're asking a lot yeah <laughs> and sometimes it's really complicated and you might be like if you're a friend you mm-hmm. might be sitting there saying well then how do i go about this because you're asking me to do this not do that do this not do that yeah and it is complicated yeah it's, it's really complicated and and like just thinking of like personal examples you know i think it's just it's so tricky for your friends to tell you no matter what. Like, I think we always say, like, no to a social situation. Um, but I think it also really depends on the person. So, like, for me personally, I remember somebody sharing uh, that they were pregnant with us, like, right after or a few months after a loss. And they were just excited and, you know, asked how they were doing, how they were feeling. And, she was like, I'm, you know, I'm really sick, but like the baby's perfect. And I mean, the baby was obviously perfect. She, the baby's been born and is healthy and all of that. But like hearing someone say that at, you know, uh, seven weeks when our baby that we lost at seven weeks also looked perfect. It was just like super triggering to me. Mm-hmm. Um and she didn't say anything wrong, but like just what I had been through, yeah, it really hurt. Yeah, yeah. I think especially after a loss, yeah, finding out that one of yeah. your friends is pregnant is really triggering and really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of goes back to the weeks. You know, weeks are hard. Mm-hmm. And so if it was like a milestone for you, yeah. that could be triggering. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I remember a few times where friends would wait to tell me that they were pregnant and I knew that they had told other people and it almost felt like they were singling me out because I think they either just felt bad or I don't know what it was, but it it really did feel like they were singling me out and trying to protect my feelings or trying to protect me knowing that they're pregnant. And honestly, you know, sometimes that made me a little more sad because I don't want to be singled out. You know, like if you're already telling people, I would like you to tell me and not that it's going to be easy to tell me. I'm very 
aware that it's going to be hard, but it does hurt a little bit knowing that, you know, you waited for a really long time because you were either scared to tell us or you were just trying to protect us. And so, you know, I would say if you have already started to share with your friends, then you should go ahead and tell your friend going through infertility that you are pregnant because they don't want to feel more singled out or more different than they already do. Right. Which is so hard for our friends to know yeah. like what <laughs> what's going to be more hurtful. Like I just said, it was hurtful learning early. Yeah. And I think it was because of the comment that was made. But I've had people also do similar, you know, close friends do similar things like tell me later I found out that they had shared with people that like I would say they maybe even weren't as close with Mm -hmm. sooner. And so then you feel or like I felt left out. Yeah. I felt like pitied kind of, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like I understand why they thought they were protecting me. And at the same time, I wished that even though it was going to be hard. It was going to be hard if you told me at six weeks. It was going to be hard if you told me at 12. But like that feeling of like feeling left out and singled out, like you said. Yeah. Um, Just like makes it worse. It does. On yeah. top of something that's already complicated. Yeah. So I know that like no friend is probably going to do it perfectly. But I guess just bringing it back to like the purpose of this episode is just saying that it's okay if mm-hmm. you feel frustrated. Um, and I think that you could probably pick apart the way any close friend tells you because yeah. – um, and even one that maybe is going through infertility. Yeah. Like that's a whole other – that's a whole other bucket of yeah. feeling like left behind. Yeah. Cause y'all were doing it together kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so I, yeah, I mean, I remember on the flip side, like having to share with friends that I was pregnant. Um, and I, I, my hope was that it brought them hope, mm-hmm. but it's still like, um, just like from your friend's perspective, it's still really hard if they're like a really good friend and you know that they're thinking, probably overthinking about how to share with you. Yeah. I do think that some of our close friends are almost like unaware though. Yeah. And that's like a whole other kind of bucket. Yeah. Even if you would consider them a close friend. Yeah. Might be like sort of unaware and not like you don't, you don't want someone to say they're sorry. Right. You don't want like, them to be overly making it about you. But then, I mean, have you had friends that like, even know, like knowing your journey have just kind of like, just not really thought about, it seems like they haven't really thought about how to share with you. Yes. It was kind of just like, they were still in the excitement yeah. phase of I'm going to tell all my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell my family. I'm going to share with everybody. We're so excited. Mm-hmm. And they should be. Mm-hmm. We're not telling you not to be excited. Yeah. It's just when you know your audience and you know that you're about to tell a friend who has been through infertility or is going through infertility, mm-hmm. you maybe should tone down the excitement mm-hmm. just a little bit because yeah. it kind of seems like you are just 
forgetting what they have been through or what they're going through. Yeah. And I think that's what's hard. It's like somebody, and we're trying to put words around feelings. That's really hard to do, but it's like somebody's so excited. They have amazing news and they want to share it with their close friend, you. Mm -hmm. And you are wanting that same thing for yourself. Yeah. And just in this place that's so difficult, it is it is genuinely impossible, I would <laughs> venture to say, to feel to feel pure joy only yeah. for this person. Totally. Um and you may feel ju- like pure joy towards the child, mm-hmm. but like for yourself, you're just – you're feeling sad. And yeah. then it's kind of a cycle of feeling sad. For me anyways, I would feel really guilty that I felt anything but happiness. Mm-hmm. Then I was mad about just being in this situation yeah. and like mad at the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, and we touched on loss a little bit, but yeah. loss is its own – big bucket, I would say, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. around when people share because I feel like when you have a loss, you obviously you remember the loss. You remember um, Mm -hmm. when you were going to deliver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You remember when you found out. You remember the ultrasound. You just have so many dates that you remember. Mm -hmm. And so when somebody shares with you around one of those dates, Mm -hmm. it makes it extra sensitive. Yeah. Um, and just really challenging. That's a really good point. I think even somebody that just recently told us they're pregnant, like their due, their due date is actually like, I think it's either the same or like within a few days of, you know, the due date of the baby we lost. And even though it's four years later, like I will never not think about that when I think about this child. And that just adds like a whole other layer of complexity, even though it's been so long. Um, And that's kind of just goes back to what we've talked about before about like grief, Mm -hmm. never fully going away and like always kind of being present. And that's just so much like compared to another friend that's not going through infertility, like it's so easy for a friend to just share and be excited and that other friend be excited. And yeah. I don't know what that feels like. I know. Well, I mean, I guess maybe pre, like pre-treatments and pre, like trying. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I really had any friends that were pregnant Pregnant back at the time, then. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I did either, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, we would obviously encourage you all to be vulnerable with your close friends. And we would say, tell them all of your feelings, you know, tell them that you are so excited for them. So happy for them. You cannot wait to meet this baby Mm -hmm. and do this journey with them. And you are devastated Mm -hmm. and you are heartbroken and you are sad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's easier for us to say this (laughs) being a little further removed. I just remember I did not do a good job of this because like I said, I was so confused at all of my feelings Mm -hmm. and I thought it was wrong Mm -hmm. to feel both feelings. And we're just here to tell you that it's not wrong to feel both feelings. You can definitely feel both. And it would honestly be better to share with that close friend how you feel. Yeah. You said it perfectly. I wish that I had somebody that told me it wasn't wrong. Yeah. Um, 
because I just felt so much shame around those feelings that I didn't feel like I could be vulnerable because I was, I thought it was wrong. Yeah. Um, And that reminds me of like just baby showers. Mm Gosh, I have a sweet friend who's going through infertility right now. And like, I swear, she has a baby shower every weekend. Mm. And I just, I think baby showers are always going to be hard. Like even, even during like these times where we weren't going through treatment and our son was born and like, there's still something hard about that because it's, you're kind of like mourning that you didn't have it normal. Yeah. Um. But when you're going through treatments especially, like I know people say this and I've I've heard th- this, like we're not new to say like it's okay if you don't want to go to the shower. Mm-hmm. Like I personally didn't feel strong enough to ever say like well, I actually like don't feel like I can go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you ever turn down a shower? I did once. Okay. And it was honestly, um, it was right after a loss. Okay. And um, I knew my heart just couldn't handle it. Yeah. I really couldn't handle it. And it was the only one I turned down. Otherwise, I would say I would go to the shower and put on a face. Yeah. Like I would fake it. Yeah. And I say fake it, meaning like there were moments in the shower where Mm -hmm. I wanted to cry. Mm -hmm. And I just, I wanted to be like, why? Why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to participate in these Mm -hmm. conversations. I want to experience this. And like, it's not happening. Yeah. And so I say fake it, meaning like there were moments where I wanted to just break down and I didn't. Right. Um, Of course, I was still super excited and... um, super happy for the person that I was there to celebrate. But yeah. I think celebrate's a key word. Mm-hmm. And it's like finding out that they're pregnant, like showers, just along the way of like being able to celebrate in your own sadness Yeah, is what's – it's it's like those two separate things of just like I want to celebrate you and I – just am so sad for me. Yeah. Um. And like, I think the showers just are really, really tough because of so many reasons. Like you're envisioning, especially if it's been like a friend through that you've known for a long time. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about close friends, right? Like you're just like envisioning them becoming a mom and mm-hmm. like you can't see past where you're at right now. And like, thinking like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be in this place of like disappointment and heartache and shots and procedures for forever. And that's not true. Mm -hmm. And there are no guarantees with infertility. We know that. But like, we're here to tell you that you most likely will one day look back and be able to, you know, not, not look back, but like one day you will most likely be able to be mom. And it, might feel impossible right now, but like I know that with friends for me that were getting pregnant ahead of us, it was more like I envisioned their future as moms and I envisioned me still in this place. Yeah. Um, but like you won't be in this place forever. Yeah. Yeah. And and you may still struggle with infertility. I mean, you will, 
like if you're going through it now, it never it never goes away until mm-hmm. you're until you're done having kids and we're not there yet. So it could even be beyond that. But I think like when you're not a mom yet, it's even harder. Yeah. And honestly, I just thought of something when you yeah. were saying that that even now till this day, I don't think baby showers are as hard as they yeah. were in the past. But I would say for some reason, sprinkles yeah. are really challenging for me personally. And I think it just brings back a memory of just like the early days of going to so many baby showers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, we already did that. Yeah. Like, we have to do it again. <laughs> so I it's like- I actually feel the same way. You know, I don't it's know. like bringing it back up. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have sprinkles. I think sprinkles are a beautiful way to celebrate mm-hmm. a second or a third child yeah. or, you know, if they have a different gender. Yeah. I think it's a sweet thing and it's almost like bringing it back up again where I'm kind of like, I thought we were done with that. (laughs) That is such a good point. I think for especially where we're at in our journeys, like I actually feel similar. So thinking about like, oh, like I, because you were in that place for that person's first shower. Yes. So you're like, you like almost carry that emotion with you like to their sprinkle, which totally isn't fair. Right. (laughs) But I would completely agree with that, and I had never thought about that. Yeah. So anyways, in in wrapping up, I think, um, you know, we're just – we're here to acknowledge and tell you that it's okay that two emotions can exist, that you can feel joy for your friend and feel joy, you know, for this new life and be sad for yourself and that's normal and that's okay and that so much of what infertility is is holding two conflicting emotions mm-hmm. um and i think we wish we had someone who could have told us that yeah. in the past yeah. um there's not something wrong with you <laughs> no yeah it's just a hard it's a hard place to be in and i feel like you know, in previous episodes, we discuss all of the emotions, mm-hmm. the physical, mm-hmm. the hormones. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're already feeling so much already. Yeah. That this conflicting emotion, you're kind of just like, something's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And it's compounded, like, yeah. on top of everything you just said, it's compounded on top of yeah all you're going through. Um, so, give yourself grace. Give your friends grace if they don't tell you perfectly. And um, just know that it's okay to hold mul- multiple emotions at once. Yes. So, thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So, reach out to us on Instagram, Never Alone Infertility, and tune in to next week's episode.